in saddening news. We are going to begin a GoFundMe this very week to help prepare for John's legal defenses after he was caught embracing his dendrophiliac nature in the great UK this week. But if you wanted honesty, you've come to the wrong place. Cunnilingus and cum dumpstery. Yes, that is <laughs> what we're at here. Ooh, I love it. It is not cola, it is a cup. This is the Disinformed Podcast. I'm Shane. I'm John, allegedly. I'm allegedly Michael. And I'm Courtney. <laughs> Welcome into the brand new almost semi-permanent co-host. <laughs> watch your back, Michael. That's all I've got to say. And watch uh, your leaves around John. <laughs> yeah, watch your leaves around me and watch your editing, because the moment that someone else can do a, a, an edit as well as you can, you're done. Well, that's not difficult. You're done. <laughs> Have you heard the quality of this edit? It's, it's not going to be good. Well, no. I'm the only one who listens to the episode here outside of Courtney, so <laughs> yes, I have heard the edit, but... I do love <sighs> my mid-shout-out every episode or so where you're like, it's glad you're still here, and I'm like, yeah, mm -hmm. I probably am the only one still here, aren't I? Shout-out to Melissa, the only other <laughs> true yes. supporter. Bless her. And she's not crass enough, you know, to be willing to do anything other than, you know, sleep next to me. So <laughs> it's we've lucked out thus far. Did she make it through the retching sounds? Uh, she hasn't listened to the episode yet. <laughs> and she's all the better for it. As far as I'm aware, I thought I censored them. You did. Bless you. Yes. <laughs> so how long am I going to be censored? Because first you wouldn't let me say cunt for like half a season, and now I can't make retching noises. Actually, well, you weren't in that off, episode. The cunt John. was a joke. Oh, that's right. Furthermore, I still can't say. So, <laughs> <laughs> get that one out early. Uh, he's always, he always has one. I feel like Michael gets one like a buffer episode between having hard edit days. So, yeah. should I go get the pug? If the fits. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna get this like the south park we're gonna have a counter at the bottom of the screen for the episode where they finally started saying shit on television hey, Courtney, now you know what shane says hey congrats you're, no, you're you now in on you the told joke. me that one time oh did i okay yeah. <laughs> when you wouldn't tell Kristen, but you told me yeah that makes sense yeah Kristen doesn't get to get anything about me informational or otherwise she had her chance she did she had a shot <laughs> Well, we are off. Uh, yeah, we, we just really just hit it off hard. Mm -hmm. Naturally. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited for this week. Very, very excited because this is no effort for any of the OG members here, right? We just get to kick back and relax. I thought you were right? going to say real for a second. No. We just get to kick back and relax <laughs> because Courtney um, has officially done more research on something than I've ever tried to do. I was about to say, you may have just opened Pandora's box officially and shown just how inept the three of us are at hosting our own <laughs> oh, no. show. 
And then, you know, when she knocks this out of the park, and I say when, not if, just to, you know, offer the compliment in advance, uh, we're all just going to be ashamed of our efforts to this point and fold the podcast next week. Don't say that. I only wrote 1,500 words. Okay. I don't know what that translates to pages because I don't think that hard. A double spaced at seven. I was going to say, you haven't graded <laughs> papers, obviously. <laughs> I don't. I've done more as a TA at a community college than you have in years of working for a university. I, I Congrats. Grade okay, papers. hear me out here. I'm not, a, I'm not an English major. I You're not an anything major. What uh, Michael does for work this week, and he was like, they let him do that? Why? They're like, we can't. Did Jonah think that he was really stunning and brave because he's doing so much for somebody that can't legally drive themselves to work? <laughs> I think he actually just... we're being unfair. Michael finally declared his major this year, and he's majoring and failing. <laughs> Not pizza. It only took ten years. Yeah. No, no, that's a that's a. You you're moonlighting uh, as pizza boy. Minor. The, no, that's a minor. Uh, no, if anything, the After Dark last week proved that Michael knows nothing about pizza. <laughs> that's very true. What? <laughs> oh, oh he probably doesn't remember. I'm not advocating uh, for pineapple, but I'm just saying pineapple is sweet. And so you could consider it a sweet pizza if you were, you know, perhaps making one. But I wouldn't. I put cinnamon on it because I don't have taste buds, you know? Does anyone here it's... eat pizza? Have you had a pizza before? So first, oh. you take a oh, bread-like so, so... substance... So you're gonna just judge my my pizza? You it's know, the uh, preferences. This informed podcast roast of Michael Clark. I believe you Isn't are the that one. Every episode, yeah. you introduced PizzaGate initially, so you're hoisted on your own petard here, my friend. You're not supposed to say uh, that anymore. I'll say whatever I fucking day. please, friend. <laughs> hey, Michael. Michael, I'll just edit it later. <laughs> you should tell our friends here about how your your true name is catching on in public. <laughs> What is that? I don't know to... where oh. this is going, but I cannot no, wait I, to hear it. I you went wanna... to his place of work, and so he told the other bartender that was there to call me by that name. So what I name? called Peter Greer. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going out into the patio to to break down some stuff because it was later in the evening. Because you guys actually stayed pretty late. That was cool. Um, and the. The garage doors are still open, so I told my coworker about Michael. Um, and as I'm walking outside, I hear him very loudly, way louder than I thought he would say, Yeah, is there a Peter Greer here? <laughs> but on the flip side, everyone know, knows him as uh, Timothy Lone Cactus now. So uh, that's, just that's he does, to... but he doesn't even remember it, so... Uh... <laughs> I, I also, also it was a double whammy because I had you saved in the system and you didn't recognize or realize it. Um, I had Aww. you saved under Howie Howie just for good old times. Aww. And I explained it to him. I was like, hey, his name's not Howie. It's actually Michael. You know, he just, you know, he does some things relating to pizza. And uh, here we go. Very naughty things. Yipes. You've also gotten, I should say, I got Logan upset at me for saying that you're going to replace him with your coworker. And so, <laughs> oh. So, Logan, I love you, I appreciate you, and as I said, you're irreplaceable. Did you, did he reach out to you? 
Yeah, I I had sent oh him, uh, I had applauded something that he posted on Instagram, oh. and he immediately fired back at me. He's like, I heard you say that you're going to replace me with John's new co-worker. <laughs> oh my god, Logan, you sweet summer child. I got a text from him a couple days ago, and it literally, it just, it just says, please don't replace me with Travis. <laughs> <laughs> and I was, I was like, I was like, never. I was like, come John, on, bud. I, why I, would you replace your better-looking doppelganger? That's rude. True. I mean, he hasn't I'm replaced just, him in the band. He's just replaced him in his heart. It's different. Oh. I'm just gonna That's keep collecting worse. doppelgangers like Yu-Gi-Oh cards. <laughs> <laughs> You've activated my trap card. Blue eyes, white dragon. Trap. You're a to... thirst trap. Is what you are. <sighs> I saw you in person. <laughs> I chest pubes all the way down to your ball throw. And that's been my episode. Thanks, guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Courtney, did you say something? In a thirst trap town. <laughs> okay, and I'm well, Michael. Before we got off the rails, again, um, we were trying to segue into this being a very special episode where no, we Courtney presents. <laughs> ain't, ain't nobody trying to transition here. Ooh, I might just call that the episode. Except Trump. He presents episode 71, whatever topic is. Um, he's also not trying to transition in the way Any that we're referring to. Any topic I get chosen. Staple his hands together. <laughs> so. Baby hands. We'll just, yeah, address this off of the top. What we typically do here, for those of you who are uninitiated, is someone who is speaking on this podcast will typically present a random esoteric topic for the consumption of the listeners and the other co-hosts. But just to spice it up a little from time to time, because we are not very vanilla as a podcast, we like to leaven in the occasional lie just to throw everyone off of the scent of all rational thought. And it is then incumbent upon the co-hosts, in this case, all three of the pseudo-males that are going to be broadcasting today. Allegedly. Thank you. Uh, to ferret out the lies and try to call them in situ, I am fairly certain we will not, but just on the off chance, we may scream posse from time to time. Posse. Interloper. You're welcome to join in at home. It is a sing-along song, and it is always better when you involve yourself. So please, take part. Preferably... Like Courtney, when she's out shopping for things, just scream posse at the uh, creamed <laughs> corn as you walk down the aisle. I was going to say, preferably you're doing this in public. It's just Naturally. me repronouncing things that Michael said wrong at the fries in Tempe. So if anybody wants to confront me during that, that's what's happening. So you seem like you're having just a string it's of random seizure. outbursts yeah. then. <laughs> exactly. It's that every single time. Oh, goodness. It's not patolomy. <laughs> patolomy. Pterodactyl. <laughs> Photography. <laughs> or as Michael likes to, uh, you know, say, and that I have co-opted, is you say tomato, I say go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard him say that. No, I, I, I don't recall that one. Yeah, that's... I usually say potato, tomato, but uh, that's that's the extent. I'm sorry, I can't. Bread, I will stop milk, telling toast. jokes here. I'm just gonna no, roll it right this back. Is a There's no fun podcast. Okay, welcome it's a, back. It's, it's me time now, guys. You have to listen to me. Yes. Yeah. I, what's the topic? I plan to. Because you you pivoted. You were originally yeah. supposed to get us into some hentai. Right, exactly. I came into this podcast extremely horny. Squidward? And now I'm going to be really let down. I think you're still going to be extremely horny. Um, okay. But only because of Michael's pain. I Watching him be uncomfortable is actually a kink. <laughs> I believe it entirely. 
Um, because my topic is uh, the wild and horrific phenomenon um, that took place in 1992 in a little town to the north in a country called Canadia is probably what Michael would have said. Oh, I am Canadia's bacon. Canadia, yeah. Um, I'm going to present to you a nightmare, hysteria, and the tragic telling of the Martinsville sex scandal, um, also known as Satanic Panic. What? <laughs> you what? Yeah. Did she just did she just swoop in and fuck your topic in front of you? Did you just get cucked? Did your topic just get cucked? I maybe. <laughs> Is this also in British Columbia? No, no, this is entirely different. No, no, no. You're right. I am. I won't cover this. So horny already. (laughs) Um, I I have six lies. As you should. Bullshit. No, that's not bullshit. Um, (sighs) first one is you actually listen to this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The first lie is that's not my topic. I just wanted to hurt Michael. So we're down to five. Okay. Aww. Wow, <laughs> meta. I like it. Okay. Um, uh, my real topic today, though, um, that I prepared for you is the legend of the Tanuki, um, which I did kind of give you the guys the idea about, and it's based on a real creature, and it has a lot of fun folklore behind it. So this is a folklore based out of Japan. There is a bit of Japanese scattered throughout this presentation. I do not speak Japanese. However, I did work on some pronunciations so that I would not be Michael 2.0. Thank you. And I Wait, how do you work on pronunciation? It's called Google Translate, you fucking simpleton. <laughs> I've also Google. been to Japan, so I feel like that helps a little. I've seen her do the peace sign thing. It looks authentic now. Very kawaii. <laughs> yeah see <laughs> i own a bento box do i get to take part yeah or? yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, what's good. a bento box it's what you did to your wife last thursday Ooh. <laughs> depressed her into a divorce i didn't see the paperwork get filed but i was like are we about to have a serious conversation here no no you? we are Whoa. we're doing we're, we're doing very very well but seriously what's uh what kind of kinky shit's a bento box what's in that Shane? unwrap it for me <laughs> john's back at the best western again this week kids for those of you who are having flashbacks uh <laughs> so firstly you start with a piece of plastic and then you jam it inside of your uterus and it prevents you from getting pregnant that's that's what Becky it is. has three just because she married you. Mm. First one strong, is to uh, strong swimmers try to uh, kill all the diseases. <laughs> Ring number <laughs> one with that. <laughs> no. So what you're saying is it, it's tangential to drill sounding? Yes, absolutely. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I think Logan and I are actually just wishing urethral trauma on you now, just so that you can wince as hard as we do. Well, when you have something that is not too too big and it's kind of small. Yeah, every day's trauma. Mm. <laughs> what you're saying is it doesn't fit into most places, and so you haven't had to worry about it thus far. The wand chooses the wizard. So anyways. <laughs> you might want to get those Hogwarts checked out, friend. We've talked about this before. Put us, Courtney, Kill me. please, continue. Yeah. <laughs> Michael, how are you? You want to you wanna talk? Okay, great. I now understand and you're saying, on Courtney? being on the other side of being interrupted. <laughs> Michael, all the time. do you want to start a band and then we can only talk about our band? Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Speaking uh, of which, actually, it's been a hot minute since we've talked about our band on this oh. podcast, John. But <laughs> www.damnedweatherband.com. <laughs> it's important to check out. Uh, 
Actually, that link does work. It does. <laughs> we we do own that. That is a thing. You can go investigate. And we Check have new me. music that's going to be coming out soon. Because John's timely and topical, unlike this podcast. <laughs> Anyways... Uh, the Tanuki <laughs> is best known to us Westerners um, from a little game that you nerds might be aware of, uh, Super Mario Brothers 3. Oh, yeah. Um, it does feature a Tanuki suit um, that Mario can wear that lets him fly and also lets him turn into a statue. Um, this is not Bullshit. to be... Nope. He doesn't turn into a statue. Really? You are confusing that with the Mario Raccoon. Which is a That's... totally different thing that I had Jonah verify for me because he's a fucking nerd. Thanks, well, Jonah. Okay. I just, when Mario decides to be a furry and he gets the butt plug with the tail on it. Exactly. Yeah. So there's I the ears and the tail play. or there's the full suit. It really is a hard commit. Mm-hmm. Um, another famous Tanuki uh, would also be the hungry, evil overlord uh, Tom Nook um, from Animal Crossing. For those of you who have been quarantined for the last 400 years, um, you've probably played it. And then, of course, for anybody who watches anime, Studio Ghibli has a whole film about Tanukis called Pompoko. Um, but we're going to talk about that later because um, they have some real fun little little tidbits in there about the Tanuki. Cool. <laughs> in modern day Japan, um, you see Tanuki statues everywhere they're in front of izakayas they're in front of stores they're in front of shrines they are everywhere but you can't buy them anywhere nowhere we went from store to store we went to a special street called tanuki street that has 13 statues where you go and get like wishes granted no you can't buy them why can't you what is there like a weird stigma there is a secret society i'm assuming i i don't know but i was very upset is that bullshit? No. And I was really upset because if you've ever seen them, which I'm going to show you a picture of, they just have these gloriously large testicles. And I really wanted to bring back one for everybody I know. Especially Michael, who's in desperate need of one. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I guess just one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say I, I, I need both of them, but yeah. See, no, I, I've chested it out. You, you only need one. When did you chest it? Chasset. <laughs> ah, Chasset. That's why he was Kumbula, at Kumbula. John's place of work, is uh, the back room. Mm -hmm. Restocking the shelves. I gotcha. That's what oh, we call yeah. it. Oh, boy. This is going to be long. All right. Yep. Um, <laughs> so the, the neat thing about the Tanuki, um, to give you kind of an idea, is they are based on a real animal. Um, it is a cross between a raccoon and a badger. And they are actually native to Japan. You can find them throughout um, other parts of Asia, but most recognized as part of Japan's flora and fauna. Um, they're typically, as a statue, depicted as having a bewildered look on their face, sort of like Michael, um, a straw yeah. hat, <laughs> and a round belly um, with, the, like I said, the giant scrotum, which is really the piece de resistance. You really are describing That's Michael as a human. That's where the differences separate between me and the Kanuki. <laughs> what, the big old scrot? <laughs> Scro the scrot my goats? Nope. Oh, man. <laughs> Why did I do this? Um, I have no idea. <laughs> so why, the reason that I really love the Tanuki is they 
have been appearing in Japanese folklore since the year 720 CE. So this is not a new thing by any stretch of the imagination. What is CE? Common era. I am so uneducated. It's almost like I grew up in Arizona. <laughs> it's it's just AD, but it's separating from the fact that in the year of our Lord, AD is Anno Domini. I think it's Latin, so I'm butchering it. It's just another way of saying it's the same year, but without the Christian connotation added to it. Okay, so got it. Okay, thanks. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Michael knew something. I yeah. And we had to give him that moment. We just had to let him shine. Thank you for my little segment of I know something, and I'm going to take ten minutes to explain it. <laughs> it's a really long segment name, but I'll give it to you. It describes it pretty yeah, pretty succinctly. Yes, we'll take Man, it. I wish I, I wish I was Phineas Gage right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be right there. Oof. I don't need to have my teeth flossed. <laughs> <laughs> I promise from here on out, I will try and limit the scrout jokes. Oh, you're not going to be able to. It just gets worse. <sighs> Good. Okay, you know that I'm a toddler. Yes, right? that's why I picked this. Okay. That's probably why she wrote it the way she did. Baby hands ball animals over here. Here we go. <laughs> Catering to the audience. So do any of you guys know what like a yokai is or what that means? I don't know no. if you can say that. I mean, I've had some in my ramen once. <laughs> a yokai translates roughly to malevolent spirit or a Japanese monster. So the tanukis are actually categories as that when we're talking about them as far as uh, all the fun shape-shifting that they do. Not the little creatures that run around and steal food from cats and dig through the trash like the raccoons that we know and love here in the U.S. Freegans. Exactly. Just like John. Mm-hmm. And me. Trash pandas. <laughs> Drop bears. I just I just picture John now with his little raccoon um, plug running around out in front of uh, his house in the evening times. It doesn't have to be evening. I mean, it could just be like early <laughs> morning. That is midday. true. Midday. Luncheon. Yeah, that's probably how he gets home. Eleventies. <laughs> uh, I don't want to so see what second breakfast image. is. Thank oh. you. Oh, you do. Uh, <laughs> uh, but much like John, um, the Tanuki can assume human form. Um, they haunt and possess people. Um, they're considered omens of bad fortune. Um, it wasn't until many centuries later that they... Wait, I thought you said that they were yokai, which are malevolent. Oh, never mind. Benevolent. I thought I heard benevolent. Just kidding. Go on. Malevolent. <laughs> I know the pronunciation is not your strong suit, but can listening yes. finally take take precedent? Huh? Um, if you what? want to pull up your phone, um, there's this thing. It's called a dictionary. Well, he didn't even know what Google translated, so I think you're barking up the wrong tree. <laughs> what is this Google of which you speak? Yeah, Google. motherfucker over here. Uses I still Bing. use that uh, cell phone service cha-cha from uh, oh all my you 90s God. kids. <laughs> no, you're, you're, That's you're actually an ass looking motherfucker. In my house, cha-chas mean something entirely different. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, no, no. <laughs> um, many centuries later, in Japan, um, they evolved from more of an evil connotation to tricksters, um, now aiming uh, their magic and mystifying nose flute music at unwary travelers, tradesmen, and monks. Nose, nose flute, I'm going to have to call bullshit on. 
Okay. Dang it. They so they're actually very comical. They have a big round belly and they play a belly drum. Not a I nose prefer flute. nose flute. <laughs> uh, Logan plays a nose flute. I'm John. That doesn't surprise me that you would prefer a nose flute. I know where this is going. Because <laughs> that beautiful beak of yours. Yeah, I just want to say no one can replace you, Logan. No one plays the nose flute like we do. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and actually, I knew a barber that played the nose flute once. <laughs> I saw we him do that it. before a show, actually. <laughs> I yeah. think we called it the bitch whistle at the time. But <laughs> He handed me a magical rock and said it would help me play better. Mm, it didn't. And... <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of a single individual that it helped on that stage. Not one. If anything, it just wore a hole in my pocket. Maybe mm. that's how you get Sam to finish her uh, part of the recording a little bit faster. No, I think the only <laughs> way that we can do that is to kill her and replace her with her husband. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first folks that does reflect the views of the disinformed podcast <laughs> thank you if i'm ever gonna have an endorsement killing sam's the one i want <laughs> uh, speaking of being killed <laughs> to apply for ads please email the disinformed <laughs> podcast <laughs> at gmail.com man hey, i'm glad that was a season game. one thing that died Oh, the, uh, the, the, the fake ads? The fake ads. I don't think I, think I could have mustered it. Better. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll <sighs> see. Courtney, please continue. <laughs> she's like, wow, the first time was so much fun. Can't wait to be back. And now she's like, when is this going to fucking end? No, this is great. I'm just more concerned that my topic's not good. That was my whole fear is that it wasn't going to be good. This is great. This is way better than science, heavy water, any of that garbage. So. Yeah, hey, could you make this a little more serious, though? Could you? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there Let trigger me warnings? Okay. <clears throat> yeah, I was like, don't trigger me with talk of heavy water, Michael, okay, please. Okay, here's, here's the, uh, the serious Give part. Give me the scientific approach. Make sure to spend 15 minutes defining every single term that you're going to use. If you would let her talk, she would. <laughs> Sorry. No, you're I right. have to get I permission apologize. first to talk. That's um, the rules. Huh? What? Because you're... Uh, because... Yeah. Uh, you are on a podcast of beta male cucks, not Christians. <laughs> so you can speak all you want. We will cower in the corner and hope you don't notice us. So let's get into the heavy stuff here. So the Tanuki cast powerful illusions. This is where we get into the really good stuff. Um, they turn pebbles and leaves into fake money. And so then they go into bars and restaurants, spend the money. And then when they leave, it turns back into leaves. Um, I'm going to try this technique on John next time I visit his establishment. I will update you on how that goes. I've already had transients try and do this to me. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Just to have Jonah show a little butt cleavage, John will forget you had a tab at all. They literally have like big leaves that they've drawn dollar symbols on with their own shit. And they Ooh. try and pay with it. That's a perfect segue into the next thing that the Tanukis can do. Give me the shit. They turn piles of shit into delicious looking dinners. Um, similarly to what I do and what John loves to eat. Um, yeah, I don't even need to know how to cook to do that. That's just what I'm into. Uh, is it on the nose to say that's bullshit? It's very on the nose, and you're wrong. Okay, that's this terrifying. This is part, part of the folklore. Um, so, so the tanuki actually transforms shit into food? Oh, they absolutely like literal do. literal Absolutely. Okay. Um, typically, it's horse shit, actually. That's their preferred shit ingredient. Uh, I, the porn suddenly makes so much more sense to me now. <laughs> well, we Corny, haven't even uh, gotten that far. <laughs> quick quick culinary girl. question. Yeah, here. yeah, yeah. 
okay, let's say you're on one of those Food Network shows uh-huh. where it's like you can only cook with the ingredients found in your pantry. Yeah, <laughs> Shane yeah, yeah. sees where this is going. Um, how how would you incorporate literal human shit into an edible dish? I'm going to go with a movie reference on this one, and I'm going to say uh, Minnie's Famous Chocolate Pie. <laughs> okay. okay. Eat shit. <laughs> Clip that, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't think he hasn't already. Clipping it right now. It is 2020. Anyway, thanks for thanks for playing. Yeah. Somewhere Wayne is very interested in the topic here. The next time sudden. you come over, John, that's that's what we're having for dinner. <laughs> Tastes like piss and flies, don't it? Mmm. <laughs> Another fun thing that the Tanukis like to do is conjure up mirages of entire cities and palaces. Um, They also appear as one-eyed demons able to produce thunder and rain. And then, of course, you know, as most monsters can, they can cause locusts to rain from the sky on demand, which is literally my worst fear. And it's happened in Tempe. I've been there. Oh, my God. It's so scary. Um. The Tanuki uh, of Japan are also lovers of Japanese sake, uh, which we all know as rice wine. Um, they're typically depicted carrying around a sake flask in one hand. And then uh, when I show you the picture of the statues, they also carry around a little list of all the humans that have ever wronged them. Um, I also do this. I was going to say. Please yeah. be careful. It's a death note, right? Yeah, <laughs> Exactly. Um, I even found one legend about Tanuki's um, masquerading as samurais to get into brothels. That's bullshit. No. <laughs> that sounds adorable Can in my head. Can you just imagine waking up next to a raccoon with a giant scrotum after your, your fun night in the brothel, John? Can you picture that? I was actually going to ask can. Michael how that was. <laughs> he, he's, he's ter- well, yeah, I, I mean, I've woken up next to a mirror. So, I mean, aside from the scrotum thing, I'm like, why is there, oh, no, it's me. I was going to say, if there's ever a time for Becky to be a co-host. <laughs> you think she could relate? Uh, she in might. many ways. She might. <sighs> if you said bear, I could have included other people, but, uh, oh. yeah. I mean, they are half badger, so could, we could lean into that. And there are no fucks given. <laughs> boo. <laughs> no, I'll give you that one. No, you won't. I was like, why? Why would you boo that? I don't know. I'm just feeling it's slap a good happy. reference. <sighs> Tanukis are also great at bargaining. Um, they actually have their own Shinto shrine in Tokyo. Um, it is called the Shindoro Shrine. Um, which the name of the shrine also has a nickname, which is Otanuki-sama, uh, which basically transfers, excuse me, translates to Honorable Mr. Tanuki. So basically what happened in the 19th century, um, when Tokyo had more green space, they started developing to the city we know and love today. Very little green space now, except in parks. Think of like New York City, if you've ever been there, you've got Central Park, But other than that, it is very urban. Um, So when there was all the modernization going on during the Meiji era, um, which was about 1868 to 1912, um, the Tanukis were... Don't shake your head like you know this. I know about the Meiji Restoration. Oh, really? (laughs) Yes, I know history. Well, why wouldn't you divulge that in a topic? (laughs) 
because yeah, wait, had, no one gives a fuck. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we are almost over a year and a half into this, and I feel like you would have said something by now. I kept that all I the like numbers history? in so that Michael could stay engaged. Mm. I, I was engaged. <laughs> I, I forgot that he died in 1912. <sighs> oh, boy. He was the emperor. That's anyway, why they Courtney, called it the Meiji saying... Restoration. Because he westernized the country. What? Michael, would so. you would you like to take my notes and finish the episode? Well, I mean, then it would give you the ability to make jabs at me while I'm talking. <laughs> which That's I, true. We I are getting that's... into the part where there's a lot of pronunciations, and I just I don't think you're ready. Oh, I, I mean, I'd try. I'd fail, but I would definitely try. Oh, he's trying. <laughs> now, given the time frame and his, you know, time of death, by westernization, do you mean he gave everybody, like, cowboy boots and hats, or... <laughs> They all started wearing business suits. Oh, well, that's very Western. Even the Tanukis, they have little briefcases. It's adorable. Where they carry their lists and their wine and their fuck yous. Exactly. Again, just like me, we have a lot in common. (sighs) And uh, we all are happy to see your briefs, so whenever you present them. (laughs) So, uh... (laughs) So basically, there was... (laughs) Trying to, trying to reel you this back in you, here. You've got to straight face make moment. it through this. Okay. The best thing, the the best thing about editing is I can always cut out dead air. So take take whatever you need. Trust me, he can cut out dead air. I'll, <laughs> I'll edit it. I'll edit it instead, and I will leave it all oh, in. No. And I will add in extra dead air. I will make this the longest episode of your life, John. Do not threaten me. I will burn you to cut to the ground. I I know. So basically. When all this was happening, the Tanukis moved to a neighborhood around the area of Dimboid, um, which is the official residence and the garden of the abbot of the Sinzoji Temple. Uh, Tanuki began to play tricks on the abbot and his monks. Um, this included throwing sand on their tatami mat rooms, um, which you guys probably won't have any reference to why that would be a nightmare. Um, but no. <laughs> tatami mats are essentially, um, sometimes that's where you sleep. Sometimes that's where you would gather. It's an area that you keep clean. Let's talk about not wearing shoes in the house. If you do, you're a gross person. And then the other thing they would do regarding shoes is they would throw their sandals into the tea kettles because raccoons wear sandals and they put them in kettles, apparently. That makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 So basically one night the abbot was just hella fed up with these little raccoon buddies and he had this really mysterious dream. And in the dream, the Tanuki was like, if you build us a temple, we'll stop pissing you off. And But you have to protect this shrine and then we'll bring you, you know, protection from fire and also eternal prosperity because, you know, Tanukis can do that. And so when the abbot woke up, he promised to do exactly that. And in 1883, they built the shrine of Shingoro, uh, which means guardian shrine. And uh, the Tanuki of Demboin were deified. Um, Michael, for you, that means they're, they're godlike. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <gasps> oh. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, oh, Nice. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. In fact, I I really think they should have their own fan fiction about hats, but we'll we'll get to that later. Um, the Tanukis kept their promise um, because even when large parts of 
uh, Tokyo were destroyed by a fire during the Great Kanto Earthquake in 1923 and during the Tokyo Firebombing in 1945. Um, both the area of Denbuen and the Shingoro um, Temple escaped unharmed. Hmm. Yeah, it's pretty harsh when you go through a bombing. I have been bombed <laughs> out of my mind before. Yes. <laughs> We we wouldn't Sorry. know anything can't let you get, about about that. Uh, yeah, can't bombing. let can't can't let you get nope. get away with that. I one. just I get so excited. I'm sorry. Michael has drank two I, times. I he gets to play the game this week, which is nice. Yeah, I do. We I, all play, I'm relishing it. Uh, was the okay? Is is the protection against fire bullshit? No. That's for real thing. It's a real thing. They actually, there is a ginkgo tree outside of the shrine um, that's about 600 years old that took damage, but the shrine was completely protected throughout all of that. Okay. Bless them. I mean, you got to pray to that big ball energy. True. Big ball energy protects from fire. That's why I watch all those films. So, so educational (laughs) films. Yes. Purely for the article. There's actually something else you can go there to pray for, um, which you all might consider. Um, Aside from praying for protection from fire and theft, um, many also pray for fame and success. (laughs) I thought you were uh, going for protection against uh, sexually transmitted diseases. (laughs) Um, And there's actually a pretty well-known group of different artists and celebrities, maybe not well-known to you, but at least to me, I thought this was cool, um, that have gone there and basically prayed to the Guardian Tanuki, and it worked out well for them. Um, That includes the famous artist Takashi Murakami. Um, He recently collaborated with Billie Eilish. William Eilish, yes. Yeah, William, yeah. (laughs) Um, He's known, if you've ever seen the icon with the really colorful flower, um, that's what he's most known for. Um, they also had the actor Noriyuki Morita. Um, you might know him as Pat Morita, uh, Mr. Miyagi from Karate Kid. And then, uh, lastly, and I'm not going to explain this for you, Michael, um, but Yoko Ono. Bless you. name. No, it doesn't sound familiar. (laughs) Well, she's presenting this week, so. (laughs) He's officially going to break the Beatles up right now. We've brought a woman into the mix. Does that that make me Lennon? Did you wish? (laughs) Yeah, I was like, uh, I'm very confused now. I'm not sleeping with Michael. Well, then I'm. That's why I was confused. You have that in common with everyone. If Michael's Lennon, then I'm some dude that read Catcher in the Rye like a thousand times. (laughs) Uh, If only. Thank you for understanding. Yes, Can I yes. be Ringo instead? I'd rather be Ringo. You are Ringo like, instead. Yeah, I, like, I feel like I'm his energy. Well, no, if you're, you're, your release is going to be Octopussy's Garden, then yes, oof. I think we should be fine. I'm going to start painting in my, what is he, what do you start, 60s or something like you're that? You're doing terrific. Super good. Super good. <laughs> well, we do have to have some person who's completely devoid of talent involved here, so I suppose. I thought that's why I was here. I thought that's why I was invited. This is very confusing. I We're quit. all doing the like the the Spider Man meme where we're racing bottom. All, all, all four Spider Mans pointing at each other. <laughs> no, I make everyone else look better. I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm very talented. <laughs> you're the well, only I one mean, that actually like has what John always says. Credits, you know. yeah. I, I usually speak without stuttering. It's Oof. impressive skill. 
It's going to be the I easiest mean... tell. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, Courtney. This no, is, you're this good. is you're... what you subject yourself to with the moment that you start in on this podcast. I'm just really terrified that it's just downhill from here. But I did want to mention that I actually visited the shrine last year. Um, and frankly, the farthest it's gotten me is this podcast. So it doesn't work for everyone. Results may vary. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, Wait, how do you know if you're uh, immune to fire? I'll show you. <laughs> <laughs> Send Shane your address. Bars. Um, <laughs> Mixtape 2020. <laughs> you dog, you got those 16 ounce ahas. Uh, yeah, for once. I decided to go big or go home. Mm. It must feel really good in your hand. It doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Can envy's a big deal. Here. Oh, this uh, this this episode is gonna go downhill. But I'm uh, I mean, buckling up. The next I like line it. that I literally wrote was, "Let's talk about big PP energy." Spaloosh. <laughs> uh, well, if you want big I, PP I energy, really... I'll have to give it to you, Shane twice. <laughs> <laughs> If Shane wants six inches from me, I'll have to fuck him twice. Uh, no, we, at least five times. <laughs> Michael, <laughs> Once, you, you twice, know three times math, right? So like the three of you equals four, six. What? What? Well, I mean, they didn't invent math in the Mahjong Dynasty here, so <laughs> Michael wouldn't have heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get my abacus. We'll figure this out. Oh, also, funnily enough, answering a question from last week to completely derail because it just uh, I remembered uh, someone was talking about developing the ice pick lobotomy in 1901. Really? So oh. apparently that did take place following the Phineas Gage uh, situation. So, no, I don't think that doctor was one of the individuals, but still happened around you know, a later time frame. For those who wanted to follow with their notes, I also apparently omitted something Stephen pointed out, that when the doctor went up, he actually believed that Gage was lying, and that he just got hit in the head with the uh, device, and that it didn't completely go through his skull, until he began to violently vomit, and while doing so, a I think it was described as a teacup fulls worth of brain fell out of his head while he was vomiting and this is how the doctor determined that he had actually had his skull perforated so oh i felt God. that was worth imparting sorry yeah, trigger warning for all of you know, those <laughs> who were not prepared for big balls or brains this episode you know, it's kind of interesting about big that brain energy and then i'll let courtney get on with it is that even with all of that happening to phineas i bet if you gave him like a paragraph to read he would probably pronounce it like all the words fine. Well, on the I first mean, go. if he could focus with the uh, right eye, <laughs> <laughs> he could at least read half of it. But it's important. I have an actual segue back into here so we can talk about the PP energy. Yeah. Something that Please. no one brought up after last week's episode is that his name was Phineas P. Gage. So his actual name is PP Gage. Oh. So uh, something that John has. <laughs> and he can talk about later on. He's going to oh, show us on After Dark. Call. Yes, <laughs> it will be dark. His his name is Prince Albert. So for that big <laughs> oh god, <laughs> for that big PP energy, Ooh, Courtney, big PP energy. Actually, fun fact: um, in the folklore of the Tanuki, penises are not mentioned um, because the curious defining feature, as we've talked about previously, is the giant scrotum, not actually the testicles, just the sack. Just the the fleshy fleshy holders. Just yeah. the little the little purse, the little coin purse between your legs. 
Is is that bullshit? No. Or is that tr- that's that's true. And I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you some some fun stuff about about money bags. All right, drop some you've sick been, bags on you've me. You've been mm, Jesus. Sorry, I had a little little cum in my throat there. Sorry. You've been thinking a lot about scrotes this week. That's you know after our conversation about penile implants um, in the the group chat. All you've been thinking it's about. It's really all I think about all the time. Don't let him talk to you about sounding. <laughs> if he only had a ball. so basically in japanese slang um these uh testicles or um basically they call them money bags but the slang they don't call them money they do and the word is uh kinkokuro um (laughs) tanuki's large scrotum does not mean overindulgence in sex however it means luck with money um (laughs) So if I were to have, it's like a rabbit's paw, but it's a tanuki scrotum. Yeah. It's supposed to be good luck, but for money. They actually, they used to sell um, scrotum imagery slash coin purses for you to carry around because they oh. believed it would multiply your money. Okay. I, the, mm. I thought I th- that was going to take a different, I, I thought that was going to be a different turn saying that they were going to actually like kill tanukis in like an actual rabbit's paw, but it's a. Actual, but just take the scrotum. ball sack of a tanuki. Yeah, I'm gonna send you each one actually after this. Please do. Hey, if it multiplies the money, <laughs> well, hence the popularity of the ACDC song Big Balls. So, you know, they say uh, more balls, more money. So, it do be like that. <laughs> <laughs> Michael wouldn't know, anyways. I would um, not. One writer traces the supersized scrotum um, to a story of metal workers in the Kanazawa prefecture um, to make gold leaf, they would basically take um, the skin of a tanuki and they would put gold in it and then they would hammer it down. And the reason that they would do that is the tanuki skin was really tough and could withstand all of the pounding. And so... Nice. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No one else is going to say anything, so I I had to. Um, it was basically said that the gold was so malleable and the tanuki skin was so strong that even a small piece of gold could be thinned um, to the size of about eight tatami mats, which would be about 12 square meters. Or for the Americans in the group, 129 square feet. Hello? <laughs> Hello? How, how, how many, how many, uh, what is that in tanuki scrotums? In tanuki scrotums, like, yeah, 129 square feet. No, no, no! I'm not talking about freedom. Well, how units. many I want how many? Yeah, take? how many scrotums does it take to single scrotum? That's one. Michael. That is a single scrotum. A single scrotum is one twenty-nine. Wow, you weren't you weren't kidding it's, when you said big ball energy. It's like the you know the human anatomy. You can unravel a lung, basically splay it out over a tennis court. Same can be said for you know tanuki scrotum. Exactly. Wait, that's not real, is it? <laughs> yeah. No, if you actually, that's why your lungs expand. You could take one, and if you were to completely, you know, expand them out full volume, you could cover a tennis court with a human Michael, lung. Michael, hear me out. I need to know. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. Why are you asking no, him? No, I mean, like... After no, the lobotomy try that we him. give Michael, we could spread out his lungs. That's fine. I'll allow it. Michael, you donate your body to the Disinformed Podcast? <laughs> I mean, I already kind of figured that once I got replaced, I would be killed, and so I might as well contribute to the podcast. It's like the Highlander, there can be only three. <laughs> <laughs> this is very weird vetting, but let's do it. So uh, next, if it works, we'll, uh, we'll get into Shane's kink um, etymology, because he's a nerd. 
Um, uh, geek, thank you. Mm, debatable. So anyways. <laughs> it's got a case of the vapors. The, there's a Japanese word um, for small ball of gold, uh, which is kinotama. And it's very close to the same slang for testicles, which is kintama. And so the image of the cute furry creature was forever ruined and also made better at the same time because of the similarity in the words. Did you say you have pictures of these things? Oh, I have so many. I have I have a beautiful have them yet? slideshow. You want are you ready? Do you want this? Guys? Well, the question is whether or not it will then cause lies to manifest because we are seeing things. So if the picture will disprove things that we have not caught, technically we we should not be seeing them. Okay. Yeah, you've you've missed like four lies already. Of it's, course it's, we have. It's not. I'm not worried about it. Wait, if we miss four lies and Yuri caught one, so that means there's no more lies. Uh, no, there were. She was stuck on the I six because I, you know, didn't remember no, 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 the joke. No. She said the first. I gave you no, the first two one. Lies. I gave you yes. the first yes. one. Shane got one. And there's six total. Yes. All right, let me get. Thanks, Jens. All right. Let me pull this up. Michael, put some elevator music here. You know um, that magical music you, that you if make you yourself. Arrange some, Wait, I'll put hold it on, in. I got it. <laughs> I actually have a weird sort of uh, the cover of the third or fourth season of Mad Men has one of those uh, an odd little graphic that they had on the cover that you can change and it would show the gentleman falling. <laughs> I was going to oh. bring that with me at some point and then I just keep forgetting to, to bring it over so I could show it to you. But. Courtney's camera's gone. Is it working? Can you see him? No. Uh, I can't see you and I can't see them. It's, see it's you. loading. You. <laughs> oh. It says you're screen sharing. That's what it says. Please do not stare oh, at the nozzle. Oh, that is adorable. Oh, shoot. What did I do? <laughs> there it's, we go. It's actually showing the slideshow. <laughs> so this is basically, and maybe we can show this in After Dark. This is a Tanuki in the winter. Full full coat. So majestic. You see all that very skin? Floof. Very good for gold sacks. Ball sack. Is so that <laughs> is that its tail or is that its sack? So that is its tail. Okay. Do you have a picture okay. of some oh, balls here? That's a yeah. summer tanuki. He he's very warm and uh loses most of his coat. So you're saying that this little fuckhead right here will turn my shit into food? Absolutely, he will. And this is the statue. So they actually, the real. It looks like. It looks like Michael, doesn't it? No, it looks like the alcohol. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh. So you can see. Deteriorate. We have to make it shake its head a lot more in order for that to be appropriate. It looks like it shook its head enough. <laughs> so we have it. This is a straw hat here. He's got his little bag with his uh, list Balls. of. No, these are his testicles down here. Those, wait. Those, yeah, those, those, are, those yeah, are the no, testicles. The yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he's, he's well, got like his staff and his flask tied to it over there. And so this is actually. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! 
I would Holy be doing the exact shit. same thing as those guys. Can I we get be... away with this on After Dark? We totally can. It's art. <laughs> so these yes. are actually from yeah. um, the 1800s is when all of these um, drawings are from. <laughs> um, I feel like we are somewhat missing the boat here because since this is a uh, an auditory medium that we're running oh, through, we, yeah. we might just save this for the After Dark Shane, then. Yeah. Well, Shane, since, since it's already too late because we reacted oh, no, to it more. and you're very articulate, can you describe for the listeners the picture that we're looking at we've discussed this i am not a sex worker (laughs) is that what the name of the painting is Uh, it appears to be from my (laughs) translations but so there are three gentlemen that are armed with uh umbrellas uh, as as you would expect and naturally briefcases (laughs) as they got to make sure they get their briefs out Uh, they are being buffeted violently <laughs> by the biggest ball sack that I have ever seen on a living creature. Uh, it, it is it, almost double the size of the body of the animal itself. Our yes. uh, demon Tanuki here, who also is equipped with an umbrella, which is very important. They are all being guarded from ultraviolet rays and then just battling one another with scrotes. <laughs> You say big, big, I say thank you. Um, Indeed. It kind of looks like, uh, to, to tie it to tie it off, uh, Randy Marsh in that uh, medicinal fried chicken episode uh-huh. of South Park where he gives yeah. himself dick cancer so he can get his med card. Yeah, so he just ends up uh, bouncing around on his balls. That's what it looks like it's to me. It's exactly... I honestly would be shocked if they weren't inspired by this somehow, because the concept is very similar. Well, it I'm seems gonna... like we're going to need to amend our previous catchphrase in order to include some of the Tanuki, so we will say Heil Nutslingers instead going forward. <laughs> there we go. Beautiful. Um, yeah, I think I found uh, my new... Spirit animal? Desktop. <laughs> My new desktop background for the studio. I've got some other good oh. ones. You just wait. It's, it's okay. So after dark is going to be it's popping. It's going to be so good. This week. Yeah. So I'm excited. no, it's not Please a sex thing. Out. It's not. No. Yeah. No, it's, it's it's a family show. You it's on to... YouTube. Okay. Aww, I'm sad. Well, uh, please continue with the remainder of your presentation. So essentially. That is the big ball sack. We talked about that. We talked about why it has their name, how they became depicted with such was because of the slaying and because of turning their skin into gold sacks. Um, The legend of the Tanuki is so prominent in Japan that there's actually a song that school kids sing about them. Sing it. And I can't, I'll just, I'll read you the <laughs> lyrics. It's, it's really good. And um, I looked it up. It was not as exciting as what I hoped it would be. But I did also read in one article that the tune is to an old Baptist hymn, which I can't confirm, nor am I going to sing it to you. So you'll have to look it up okay. on your own. Mm. Just use your imagination. Exactly. Uh, Michael will be performing yes. it later. Uh, but basically, the literal translation of the lyrics is, Tanuki's balls, there isn't any wind, but still they go, swing, swing, swing. Man, that's a bop. <laughs> yeah. Now that's what I call music. <laughs> Volume 32. That'll actually be on the next uh, Damn the Weather EP. Just stay Who's tuned. That? No, it's going to be our band. <laughs> oh, funny. our band? Our not, band's going to do so it? So we can talk about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah what's yeah, the name yeah. of your band? Two Balls, Not Michaels. I like it. Disenfranchised fuckwit. (laughs) (laughs) That's the EP title. (laughs) Two balls, one mic. 
<laughs> Actually, this podcast is going to take on a new title called Mike Drop. <laughs> That's the title of this uh, this whole episode. Um, so as I've already showed you, um, there's a lot of great works of art, and I've got more for you um, mm. from the 1800s regarding the oversized scrotum of the Tanuki. And so you've already seen that they use them to fight off, you know, people who piss them off, such as businessmen. Mm -hmm. um, I get that. I feel that energy. Um, they have also used them. Um, they'll stretch out their ball sack and use it for fishing. Um, so they will literally catch fish in their scrotum. And they do it with a group of friends. So, like, maybe you guys could try this and let me know how it works. Don't think I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been dehydrated. <laughs> oh no my bathtub games just got outed to the uh, listening public here but bring in some of those beta fish and just let go them get you a bite get you a lush filth off of me <laughs> go get you a lush bath bomb and you're just blowing bubbles while stretching your stroke <laughs> he's just picking up the glitter flex I thought that the you know the beta fish battle royale around my ball sack would have been far more entertaining. Um, if those uses weren't working for you, there's oh. a few more. Um, you can pull it over your head uh, for rain protection um, or sun Perfect. protection because we have to protect that beautiful tanuki fur. Do they throw it over their shoulder like a continental soldier? <laughs> yes, okay, but their good. ears don't hang low. It's their scrotum. Indeed. Oh no! <laughs> Did I break John? Did I do it? I think so. Maybe he There's can't so handle the pun. Sack. John, we're yeah, almost just... there. We're we're gonna get to the part where you're really gonna identify with the Tanuki. Death. <laughs> um, they will also sometimes use their scrotums um as a boat to pull their friends around. So, like, one of them will like be walking through the body of water with his testicles splayed out behind him. And then all his friends are like piled in the boat. It's like, hey, the daddy, that's not my daddy. Come get my scro boat. <laughs> it's a scro, scro, scro your boat. Actually. It's like the badgers and that hold hands and float backwards. Tell me that that was written as a note and not off the cuff. No, that because was, that wins it for that me. That was just now. Uh, Michael, clip that. <laughs> scro, scro, Can scro you. your boat. <laughs> And so basically, and this is really, again, this is where I think John really will identify um, with the Tanuki wholeheartedly, is that I mentioned before the Studio Ghibli has a movie um, called Pompoko. And in that movie, they actually have a scene where Tanuki stretches out its scrotum and uses it as a parachute in a desperate suicide attack against money-grubbing uh, humans. So... You know, I do resemble that. I feel like you at work pulling your scrotum over your head and jumping off the bar has the same energy. <laughs> it would definitely prevent money grubbers. Yeah, I could definitely do that. Um, yeah. How do we incorporate that and a uh, toaster oven into a bathtub? <laughs> With Shane and his bath bombs, obviously. <laughs> well, you have the toaster oven already in the bathtub, so you parachute in using your scrotum as the parachute. Shane's in there, too. I've been there. <laughs> well, he's already in the bathtub. I never so. leave. It's marinating my own juices. <laughs> and toaster ovens. Shaney in the bathtub. 
Oh, you would appreciate this as well. We were cruising around last night, and there are Christmas lights everywhere, naturally. Tis the season. And there was a group that had the manger scene set up on their <laughs> awning. <laughs> so as I cruise by, I turn to Melissa, I'm like, Jesus on the rooftop! <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. So, uh... Next time anybody is feeling like a good, you know, suicide bombing, consider scrotum parachutes. They're all the rage. Probably inexpensive. Endorsed by the Disinformed Podcast. Yeah, for ad space, please email. (laughs) Yeah. Another really fun thing I want to point out about that film is obviously it was originally written in Japanese. And so there is a dubbed version and a subbed version. Um and so basically throughout the film, um, they do shapeshift. They use their testicles for that. Um, however, in the English dub, um, they refer to them as raccoon pouches and not as, you know, ball sacks because American children aren't allowed to know about anatomy. Beautiful, beautiful ball sacks. <sighs> exactly. It's terrible. They are at my uncle's house. <laughs> big, 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 big ball sacks. Clip now you that. have to you gotta cut that out. You can't you can't. Not in America. For everybody else, they can know about the big scrotums. Uh so of course these are in fact based off of real animals. Um, like I mentioned, they do roam the streets of Japan typically in the early morning. Um they are nocturnal, um, similar to raccoons. And you say you saw some? I did not see any, and I'm very upset about that. Just hmm. the stupid statues that we couldn't buy anywhere. Sounds like tanukis might not be real. <laughs> That's the whole well, lie. <laughs> they are aquatic mammals. Oh, shit. I said we need to look into marine life, too. <laughs> you have. You were right the whole time. Fucking surveillance drums, man. <laughs> they also, like other nocturnal creatures, um, such as the possum, will play dead if provoked. Um, which in my book literally makes this the most perfect animal to ever exist. You don't got the bowels. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, what I think here is the most important part is how do we in fact own a tanuki in the United States? Because this is really, this is what I want. This is my dream. I came on this platform to pronounce that to the world, that this is what I'm hoping for. And I'm really hoping that the four people who listen to this can okay. help me achieve my dream. That is going on a t-shirt. Hashtag opening. <laughs> Hashtag opening. Um, well, I'm really glad that you brought this to our attention because as you are well aware, because you are a listener of our show, we just recently hit a milestone uh, because we do act you know we're activists now mm. uh for change in our community and uh you know whatever that means so we were successful with the mexican pizza in one way shape or form exactly. so i do believe with our platform and our very very large audience which you graciously downplayed um <laughs> that we can we can get you a tanuki yeah I, if we can manifest the crispity crunchy meat nut buttery uh you know mexican pizza into now reality this might again. be a it might be a monkey's paw kind of thing here. So you, you might be wishing for, for a tanuki and you might get one, but it might just be on a plate um, or it might be stuffed. I have what, a picture John, of you know, one of those for you, too. It's glorious. Ooh, a taxidermy tanuki. I absolutely do. I think what John is saying is if we can't get you a tanuki, we will at least guarantee a big beaver. 
<laughs> Cute cat. <laughs> Frank, is name? that you? Annoying customer. <laughs> oh, but, guys, this is the worst part. It is illegal in the United States to own a tanuki because they are considered an invasive species. And in fact, the only place that you can see them in the whole U.S. is at Zoo Atlanta. So if anybody's down for a zoo heist, I will book the tickets. We can fly out there and I can have my tanuki. Is this why the GOP is, you know, going to succeed? You know, like, and and they're... Is that why we're all rallying to get rid of the Republican Party? Is because they they made the tanuki illegal? With balls like that, they can't inf- they can't afford but be invasive. <laughs> Thank you, Shane. I didn't know where John was going with that. I'm like, oh, he's gonna be he's gonna throw in some political comments. Oh, now he's muttering. Are we back on Operation Warp Speed again? Because <laughs> thank you, Shane. Well, tanukis are really big on like using their scrotums to help each other and harm humans. So I would say that uh, they probably are not so interested in the politics of Georgia. It's well, not really their sound, vibe. They still sound like Republicans to me, but <laughs> really do. Um, now I have this weird mental imagery of like tanuki assassins. <laughs> Um, they do you know, like, masquerade as samurais. The, the parachuting in on their... Well, you know, like the classic mob scenes where they like have the, the razor wire <laughs> and they, you know, they're waiting in the back seat when someone gets into the driver's seats, but instead of razor wire, it's just a fuck their scrot sack and they fucking choke just... the life out of somebody with their ball sack. <laughs> it's like a whole hood over them. Yeah, they throw the in. hood and then they like, you know, cinch, cinch <laughs> off. <laughs> Person's legs are kicking and kicking feverishly. <gasps> Exactly. You know, All right. Gasping I don't think for you need purchase, to continue. and then yeah. then the kick stop no, no, slowly. He's, he's still going. <laughs> Whatever gets you off, John. I mean, it's really all to your imagination. If you can think it, Tanukis can do it with their scrotums. So you're going to say they can come? No, it's not a sex thing. How many times do I have to tell you this? It's a wealth thing. It's like Again. my next marriage. Wait, Jonah's going to be back on the market? First one's for love, second one's for money. This is my plan. (laughs) Wait, this isn't Utah. Well, then Becky has some harsh awakenings. (laughs) Big oof. I was going to say, yeah, missed the boat on that one. No. uh -uh. So, all this to say that if. This podcast ever gets a following as big as the Tanuki scrotum, maybe someday my dream of owning a Tanuki will come true. Oh, it will. A noble cause. The end. What did we miss? What were the <laughs> lies? I mean, what did we miss? <laughs> I think that's the quietest you all have ever been. It was almost like it was either boring or you were listening, and either one I'm very concerned about. Well, I don't even know what year it is. So a little bit of can... column A, a little bit of column B. <laughs> You can discount anything I you say. Can't no, I can't shut Michael up. I think, hello? <laughs> hello? I think when there is four people, we have tried even harder now not to be talking all over each other, which did still happen anyway, but not as much as it could have in the past yes. if we were willy-nilly about I it. I mean, you have not been around for the days when we have truly gone off the rails. You would think that having listened to the podcast and having heard some manifestations, it doesn't come close to the times when we've really gotten completely on top of each other like you know Do we have scrapped episodes we don't have any scrapped no. episodes but i mean we have dogpiled on one another like tanukis riding on ball sack boats <laughs> which is why i wanted to 
record separate tracks because it's a lot easier to cut out what I'm saying because it's usually not important. Uh, and then, huh? <laughs> it's the truth, honestly. Hello? Uh, and then spread it out so that people aren't talking over each other. So it sounds nicer for the audience because <laughs> that's who's important. Thanks. Yeah. I appreciate that. I, I know how important I am. Um. <laughs> I mean, important enough to invite on the actual podcast. So I'd say, yeah, pretty important. <laughs> Did you guys want to take any stabs before... Uh... Oh, just myself. Well, I was going to say, you haven't seen my thighs my right spoon. now. <laughs> <laughs> Darkest timeline. I'm playing the knife game, but with my scrotum. Um, <laughs> trust me, it's a lot easy. It's a lot more difficult than you'd expect. With that attitude. Um, I have, because it's how, so small? I was like, how big's the knife? <laughs> well, it's also not spread out like fingers, so you can't really stab between the fingers. Well, what would you do for $75? I'd eat a Klondike bar. Um. <laughs> wait, no, that was a hundred dollars. I I don't remember. You're, you're I have fine. no stabs. I have no stabs. <sighs> I am also. I am also good. It's so outlandish that really it's not fair. Um, the That's like only the whole, the whole show premise. Yeah, the only thing that um is uh, that stuck with me as we were going forward was I was going the the sand being thrown around on the sleeping mats was the only thing that I sat. I was like. <laughs> This can't be the thing they were concerned about, other than and then the uh, the sandals and the teapot. So either of those things, I would have thought were would have been lies. So the funny thing about that is because these were raccoon creatures that obviously couldn't be doing those things. That means that a monk was, because those were true. <gasps> Even better, <laughs> and he was like, "I'm Shit. gonna just put sand in your bed and fuck you." Here's my sandal in your teapot. It was the tanuki. <laughs> I just picture this monk being like, I really want to build a tanuki statue. How am I going to do this? I can incept a dream, but I need to get them pissed off at them first. <gasps> Sand on the mat. Abbott. Sand on the mat. Abbott, like, if you, huge. like if you got in a prank <laughs> war with Michael and it would just be so stupid and juvenile that it was like, we should build a shrine to this, actually. That's, that's what we should be yeah. doing with our time and money. Sounds about right. Yeah. Fair enough. So no. You, that was right. not one of them. Well, um, there you are. So, like I said, me. the first one was a gimme. Um, me trying to steal Michael's topic was, in fact, a lie. I just wanted to hurt him. That would have been, am- been amazing. It's okay. Most people do. I was going to do, actually, like two or three paragraphs before I stopped on that, but I just, I didn't want to research. I was having a John moment. Um, That's fair. Fair. <laughs> game, respect, game. The second lie was that... Um, they are not a cross between a badger and a raccoon. Um, in fact, they are not related to badgers or raccoons. Um, they are more closely related to a fox. They are actually fall into the oh. same um, family and species um, such as dogs. So they are not raccoons at all. Does look like I a good old floofer. Very cute. I want one. Big uh, Shane got this one. Um, it's not a nose flute. It was, in fact, a belly drum. And then uh, the next one was, so I did say that they could make locusts rain down from the sky. Um, they cannot was... do that. <laughs> I should have called that. Um, ah. They actually make pebbles rain from the sky, which then they turn into money and go to bars. So I really, it's a good progression. Oh, that makes a lot more sense. It can seems like yeah. it might tank the local economy. <laughs> well, it only does it temporarily and mm. then it goes away again. That's right. Shit tickets. Mm-hmm. it's actually one of the reasons they say that they put the statues out in front of restaurants is to basically ward off more tanukis from coming in and trying to spend their money there to be like sorry we've already been here go ahead and move on you're not welcome here 
Um, yeah, you don't want your money. <laughs> lie number five was the list of humans who have wronged them. Uh, that is a me thing. I have one. They don't. They <laughs> <laughs> they actually carry around uh, what's called a promissory note. Um, basically, a an IOU for all of the tabs that they have not paid. Similarly to Michael. Michael. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which again, the more we talk about the Tanukis, the more I'm wondering: Are you a person? No, he's not. Her. Not legally. <laughs> gonna hit his inhaler first before he answers because <laughs> he shook and then my final lie which i am shocked that none of you said anything was about are the you sal- really i really i'm really gonna say was. we're not smart people there is no evidence I'm of any people. of those celebrities going to the shrine i made that whole part up okay was the I, I was like the only person that's gonna understand the Pat Morita reference has gotta be me, so there's no <laughs> way that this was intended for anybody else. That was for you. John should know who the artist was that collaborated with Billie Eilish recently. Nope. Michael doesn't know anything, so I didn't put anything in there for him. I know what an artist is. Should have said that like a calculator visit. I should have put in like a famous cartographer. I think he likes those. I don't know. No, I I think you've misjudged Michael. Are there famous Uh, Actually, there was a YouTuber and uh, he made a fascinating (laughs) series on Tanuki statue mounts. Not actually Tanuki statues, but Uh, the mounts on where they put the statues <laughs> john i don't think you understand but i am very familiar with the Weedong province <laughs> you not? No. i'm big into history so historically with the Weedong province mounts <laughs> the, the that's what Tanukis you sound like. are all in the, the Weedong province <laughs> because of you know the, the ball situation I mean, how can you Michael, compare? I, By contrast, I love you to pieces, and I'm sorry that I am. Um, I'm half of the reason that you drink. <laughs> the other half is me. No, I was going to um, say the other half was Shane. <laughs> no, I take no Maybe credit for that yeah. at all. Oh, daddy, it's not my daddy. Ugh. You can find him on OnlyFans under that name now. Actually, I made one for him. Oh. Did I send this? Oh, I think I sent this to you guys in the group, but it was the. Uh, I've been posting pictures of you for weeks. I've made no money. Oh, okay. I was like, shoot! If you're going to use my likeness, like uh, I technically, I it's, it's referred to now as an only fails page. I think. <laughs> yes. You see that? I think I sent you guys like the tweet life. that said, um, uh, "Help me! I'm incarcerated in Britain." <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, that one. <laughs> It's like, why instead of therapy do men do podcasts yes. instead? Uh-huh. Or then there's another one where it's, uh, there are no genders. It's just, uh, what? Podcasts yeah, are only podcasts fans. And only fans. Yeah, there's no genders, only podcasts. There, and only no, fans. there are two genders, podcasts <laughs> yeah. and only fans. I felt that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, joke's on you because there's somebody on this podcast who goes to therapy and podcasts. So, ha <laughs> ha. Yes. Courtney? Yeah, that's me. <laughs> well, send me your therapist information so that we can share the same. He's in a little bottle in the other room. I'll, I'll go get you some. You bottle Ooh. his... Yes. We're going to have a Excuse real fun me. chat later. Slosher the meat grinder is not on this call. <laughs> oh, boy. Good. Good gracious, Coxicles over your, here. Get your life together. If you can still afford a phone or a way to listen to this podcast and you magically hear this, get your life together, Slasha. 
Oh, I think she's got it together. She can't peel it well, apart. That's the problem. Everything's just sticky, tacky, impossible to separate. I can smell it from here. She does make artwork with her menstrual bl- blood, so, uh, yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Is that oh, real? no, you did mention mm-hmm. this. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Is that, like, yeah. the lady that put the yarn in her vagina and then was knitting with it for over, over the course of the month, and then they hung it in the art museum? That one? Wait. That's, that's a absolutely a thing. Interesting. Was, that's that's all. Very on many that. colors. It was art. <laughs> that concerning. is concerning. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard a Christian tale about that cloak. Uh, as a matter of standpoint, <laughs> his mom made it for hey, him. Shane, no one wanted Shane, to go oh. near Joseph. He smelled very strange. <laughs> Shane, you're really gonna like this segue. Give it. Speaking of Christians. Do you want to inform the listeners of a show that we have? I absolutely don't, Don, but thank you for asking. (laughs) Well, since you've stuck around this long, and if you're enjoying what you're hearing here, you poor masochistic bastards, you, uh, you can find us in so many places, almost myriad formats, multiple days a week. So... We release this every single Monday, so if you're digging what you hear here, if you dig what we do, rate, review, hit the subscribe button, and keep on coming back, because we will guarantee to make this not as interesting as Courtney's topic was today, but we're here every single Monday. Then on Wednesday, we release a little fan fiction episode on the tubes of you at 10 a.m. Mountain Time, and that Mm -hmm. is for the current work that we are releasing is the Hogwarts School of Prayer and miraculous, which has been very spiritually enlightening and uplifting. And then on Friday, we do a companion piece to this podcast, which is our video format podcast, Disinformed After Dark, where we sit, kind of decompress after the episode while our files upload, and we will delve into Chuck Klosterman's creative hypotheticals for a bit of vibrant discussion. And that is also released Friday, 10 a.m., mountain time so we're here many days a week to keep you just hating life and hell like me thanks wayne i have a confession (gasps) oh shit i don't listen to this podcast i just fast forward to the part where shane says mountain time and i just play that on a loop and then i turn it off mountain time mountain time mountain time mountain time and then jonah (laughs) takes his head around the corner and he's like is this (laughs) i was about to say when do you finish Never. <laughs> well, that would be typical for me. Big oof. Bruh. Thank you. I love it. Why didn't I finish? You're with me. <laughs> you should have known that walking in story. here. You knew it was a snake when you picked it up. <laughs> <sighs> If it walks like a duck, talks like a duck, and fucks like a duck, you're not getting off. <laughs> you're welcome, Michael. And end me, please. I've tried. I can't kill you. That's why Shane, I'm here. How do we? Yeah. How do we pull the scrotum over the head of this thing? Well, I am <laughs> pulling mine out as we speak, and I am moving in Michael's genital direction. So, uh, <laughs> we'll shotgun anus. The brand new what? EP <laughs> from Disenfranchised <laughs> Fuckwit. 
Ladies and germaphobes, thank you all for being here for the lively and enlightening edition number 71. Thank you to Courtney for being our inspirational co-host this week. A big round of applause from our ball sacks for you. <laughs> My favorite sound. And uh, we hope you all enjoy... That's too moist, John. Uh, <laughs> we hope that you all keep on coming back and uh, we will see you for some pictorial references and entertainment on After Dark as Courtney has got a slew of scintillating images to show you. And uh, some of them may actually be things that you can watch while at work. Who knows? <laughs> but for the Disinformed Podcast this week, I'm Shane. I'm John. I'm Michael. Thanks for having me, guys. I'm Courtney. And I believe that we can safely say so long and good night. Check, check, and good night.